Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to Calm in the Chaos with Sarah. I'm Sarah, and each week I bring you encouragement and tips to help you let go of the mom guilt and live your best life. I'm a 43-year-old mama that hit a point where I was pulled in way too many directions and felt like I was drowning, so I got busy finding ways to get back in control of my life. Now, I'm here to share what I've learned with you. Welcome to my mom tribe. Happy Tuesday, mamas, and welcome back to Calm in the Chaos with Sarah. So today, I just want to kind of share a little bit about homeschool tips. Um, so if you are somebody like me who was in a school background before you homeschooled, then you've got some you've got some things in your head probably that you have to overcome in order to truly have the freedom that comes with homeschooling. I mean, if you're somebody who's never had your child in school, you still probably have some of these because if you were in school or if you even not, even if you were homeschooled yourself, knowing certain things about school growing up, then, you know, some of the things that we have to kind of get past are in there. Well, the people like me who (laughs) were in school and you come home, and I know even with my kids, I see this when he's like, um, I don't know if we did enough or I don't know, whatever. And, or it's, it's you know, this is the time it is and we got to get this done. Then when you're somebody who's coming from that perspective, it can be really hard to ditch what you know and start new. Um, so one of my tips is to really sit back and remember homeschool, you're the boss. That means you get to decide how it looks for you. And that is step one um, when I work one-on-one with clients or in my membership. Step one is stopping and really thinking, what are your goals? What do you want to get out of this? What do you want it to look like? Do you want it to be something that you are you're out in nature a whole lot? Do you want it to be something where you have a classroom in your house that y'all sit down and work in? Do you want um, to be completely child-led? Do you have certain goals and certain things that you want to get met, certain benchmarks that are important to you, regardless of the school and what they say or don't say or whatever, but these things are important to you anyway. Um, So you've got to figure out what you want homeschool, what it really looks like for you. And that can be hard for some people to really sit down with a blank slate and go, okay, I can make this into anything. What do I want? And so once you've kind of figured that out, then comes the next step. Um, and I'm kind of getting them a little out of order from what we do when we're going through coaching just for the sake of making this easy to follow. <laughs> so once you figure out what you want your homeschool to look like, then you build your schedule around that. Like for me, I know we work best in the mornings together and so what I did was I found I figured out okay I need a few hours a week in the morning to work for client time and so I built in we like mornings so I built in the time throughout the week when I was creating our schedule so that we have morning time the boys and I most of the time and we have one morning a week where we have less time together but we have some afternoon time on that day. And once I figured out when we really wanted to have our school time together and our time, and and I had to kind of be flexible with that too, because 
we do a lot of hands-on things. Like we like to go on field trips. We like to get out and go and do different things. And, you know, because of that, then I had to kind of allow some afternoon time because a lot of things for whatever reason don't open up till 10. I don't know why 10 is a magical hour, but whatever. Um, and we're morning people. My youngest is, I mean, he sets an alarm to be up at six because he said I was not punctual enough getting him up because I get up earlier than that. And so I was doing things and it would be yeah, 610, 620, whatever. When I come through and go, hey, you guys, you getting up? And so he set his alarm because he was like, if I sleep till 630, half my day is gone. I think he sounds like a little old man when he does that, but it's hilarious. So he really wants, you know, and, and because he gets up and they do everything together, he gets his brother up to make sure that they are both up and ready to go because, you know, we like mornings and we like getting up and getting things done and getting it knocked out. And so for us, that's just what worked. But if you're somebody who works full time and you want to homeschool in the evenings, that's fine. I've seen people who do different shift work and they work more on the weekends we have made the choice to homeschool year-round, and that way we can take off a week here if we want, or a week there, and it's not a big deal because we'll make it back up because we've chosen to not really follow the school calendar and really just kind of work with the time frame that works for us. But the big, big thing to remember is you're the boss. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's. And the... What I work with a lot of my clients on, one of the big challenges is that when you're a mom and you're working from home or running a business from home and you're trying to balance homeschooling, a lot of times we try to sit down and schedule it all in and put it all in there at the same time. And it's just then we kind of end up in a hiccup or a struggle. And so what I work my client, walk my clients through is figuring out the homeschool part. Putting that in because that is your long-term priority. And once you've built that into your schedule, then you go back and find the pockets of time that you need for work. And like for me, I need pockets, especially like if I'm recording my podcast or something, especially if I'm recording with a guest or something or editing, I need a pocket of more than 30 minutes. I'm going to need two-hour pockets for that. So Once I find out when the kids and I are working on things, then I can put that stuff in. And that's a big, big part of it is, you know, just kind of learning to let go of the notion that it has to be done certain days of the week or certain hours of the day or that it needs to look like anything in particular because that's the beauty of it. It doesn't. It can look like anything, anything in the world that you want it to. Um... I've recently gotten to connect with a lot of people, several people who have an RV lifestyle and they've chosen that to homeschool. And that's so amazing. It's not really what we are built for because, well, for a lot of reasons. But I mean, I just think how awesome would it be? And my goal is to get us to a point where I'm hoping like maybe next summer we can get an RV for the summer and take the summer and actually go take off for like four or five weeks and actually use you know use that time to go physically see all these things that we can learn so much from that we don't normally get to get out and do and and I say that funnily enough because we actually get out a lot um we go somewhere 
we go on a field trip every month, but we actually get out and go do something to learn something or to see something new at least a couple of times a month. And that's just because we really, really enjoy that. And that's the beauty of it. I can sit down when I'm planning ahead for my for my um, calendar and go, okay, we're going to Poplar Forest, Poplar Forest this day. Okay, we're going to the D-Day Memorial for this special they've got coming up. And, and plug that stuff in. And once I've plugged that in, and I've plugged in the things that we need for us as far as stuff we want to get done here at the house and stuff, then I can plug in the work stuff. And and that way it all falls in. And by doing it and actually scheduling it out, another huge benefit is that when I'm with the kids, I can shut off the work side and know I don't need to look at the text. I don't need to check the emails or respond to Vox or whatever because I have a time set for that. And so I can be 100% present with them. And then the same goes for work. I don't have to feel guilty. I can drop that mom guilt because when I'm working, then I know it's okay if I'm working for four hours this day on this because tomorrow I'm spending six hours going with the boys to do this. And so I know that I've allowed that time on the schedule to make sure they're my priority. And it's just so much nicer to be able to drop a little bit of that mom guilt we all carry around for so many things and be able to really be present and focus on my work when I'm doing the work. So I think that is my big tips overall. And just kind of a little bit of a we break it down a lot more in my membership and also with my one-on-one clients. But the big thing is just, like I said, you're the boss. You get to make it how you want to. And the other wonderful, wonderful thing about that is if you make it a certain way and it doesn't work, you can change it. And that's great. I know that when I first started homeschooling, I had, I mean, I had done a lot of research, but I also didn't know a lot, and so when we got into it, we tried something for the first, most of the first year, and then realized this is just not really fit for us and our style, and so we changed it, and we completely flipped it on its head and went a whole different route this year, and and we love it, and it's great, and that's the thing is you're not locked into anything. Make a choice follow it, try it. And if it doesn't work, give it time to acclimate. And if it doesn't work, then reevaluate and go a different direction. Remember, you're the boss. I hope that helps a little bit. And if you want to get a little deeper into this, then just message me um, or we can set up a discovery call and see if the membership is great for you or if the coaching would be helpful to you. Um, I have resources if you want to get on my email list. I'll try to send out resources fairly regularly or also in my podcast um, group on Facebook. So anyway, I hope this helps and that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and we will talk again on Friday with a guest. Thank you so much for listening today. And did you know there are two things you can do to help a new podcast grow more than anything else? Those two things are one, Go on down below and leave a rating and review. Once you click that button, that helps this show up for more mamas that are searching for it and need it like you. And the other thing is share it. Go on and send it to a mom friend right now or share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you for helping me help other moms. Until next time, keep coming.
Call Mama 